This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. doing well. I woke up this morning to the aroma of PJ's coffee. Strong. Well, then you're having a good morning. Even though you didn't drink it, you smelled it, and that's almost as good. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I will admit, it was. It was the it was the carnival blend. Yeah, boy, that's my fave. Yeah. So, anyway, I thought you'd find that fun, but I popped the five-hour energy with what I opted for. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're you're reinforcing that smell. That All right. Goes. So, did I tell you the other day that Katie, my grand Katie's son, uh, Rhett, who is my grandson, um, uh-huh. I had drank about two thirds of one of those. I thought, you know, I don't need a full dose today. Well, he got it and drank it. So I had this one year old, um, hepped up it off the walls at church. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> That was fun, huh? Yes. Now you know how it is to have seven. There you go. It looked like he brought a charismatic movement to the Catholic Church. Yeah. (laughs) Should have taken you to Pastor Woods' place. (laughs) It was was an interesting thing. How was your drive, man? Uh, The drive was pretty good. I made that wrong turn, but technically the turn I made, it was shorter. So we made nine hours right on the money. So uh, even though it was basically you go through Arkansas and you hear a lot of banjos and dudes with no teeth looking at you longingly, uh, it's kind of desolate. So that was not good. But everything else was pretty good. Well, I know that Jim Robkin listens to this podcast. He's from Arkansas. And I, Jim, I apologize to you now that uh, <laughs> <laughs> he knows I make barefoot jokes, though. Anyway, so man, there, you know what? It's been a while. We've, we've got so many days now that become dedicated to something. Uh, um, the, we have the, of course, the Wednesday podcast that, you know, that, that is non secular. But then now we've gotten Law Monday with, with Victoria. And so we, we're down to just, and then we have Conspiracy Friday, which is becoming more and more Truth Friday. But we only have a couple of days a week where we can talk news anymore. What are we going to do about that? Talk news? I don't know. Maybe we have a news segment just before we start anything else. <laughs> well, we got news today. It's backing up. Uh, you, Ooh, know, you know, we listed that. We got a stack of things, as Russell Limbaugh used to say. I hope we can get to most of them. Um, my first one I want to talk about, and, and I didn't mean to. I, I, don't, I guess when you're the host, you get to prioritize. Um, yeah. That Argentine president is absolutely cracking me up. Um, now. We've got two country leaders that I just absolutely love, and one of them being Georgiana in yeah. in Italy. I know that they're saying she hadn't gotten anything done, but um, compared to what? Maybe that's a good thing in Italy. I keep saying that, and that's everywhere. We can adjust to whatever level of oppression they've given us. Just don't let it. <laughs> just don't get it. Don't let it get worse. 
And, yeah. And, yeah, uh, if, they, if they stand still, we, people always make a good uh, decisions. They keep going. But right. when you change everything, that's when it screws up. It has and not gotten worse there. Okay. And and I got to say that that Mike Johnson, I I think so far has is held up his end of the deal if he became Speaker of the House, releasing those tapes, which we have to discuss, by the way. Uh, yeah, that, that I'll be honest, that surprised me. Yeah. It made me go, well, maybe he's the real deal. You know, kind of, because, you know, you never know if they're uniparty or not, especially the way he got into his position. And then all of a sudden he releases all the tapes. I went, wait a minute, that's different. Right. So he's interesting. But this guy in our milieu or milieu, however you say his name, it's a different one. It's difficult to pronounce even if you hear Minier, it. Milieu, I think. Huh? Milieu? Milieu, I think. I think you were right about that. Yeah. It's, uh, but anyway, libertarian, um, he says that he's going to abolish a whole lot of those agencies that, you know, similar to one time um, there was a, you can still get it on the internet. Uh, Milton Friedman was asked which. He was. It was like a lightning round. They would just hit. They would name a department of the federal government. Would you keep it or get rid of it? And like ninety percent of it, or more, ninety-five percent, Milton Friedman would get rid of. It. I think this guy says he's going to do that, and he's already there's some kind of women equity uh, department in in Argentina that he's gotten rid of. Uh, let me let me let me just take a step back a little bit on on Argentina. I have always been intrigued by Argentina. Argentina is very similar to the United States in that it's so big and long that it's very, very cold. Uh, uh, Tierra de Fuego is the land of fire. Yeah. That's Arctic, Antarctic. Yeah. And then you've got all the way up to uh, into the tropics almost. I mean, so they've got great pasture land, you know, plenty of, of um, access to the ocean. There's no reason for Tons that. Tons of natural resources, yeah. There's, yeah, there's no reason for that country not to be competing head to head with the United States. And I have said many, many times, you free the Argentine people. And that's who, not China, it would be Argentina that could give us the most grief. That's that's how how much respect I have. But to free them, they'd be more like us. So they'd probably be our friends. There you go. Well, I mean, yeah, they would want to trade with us. Um, exactly. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, they're in, in the, the, the musical Evita, um, I think I quoted that line to the um, to the um, comrades. You might, yeah. you might while I'm talking, you might see if you can find it. It's, it's in the comrades, and it's and it's got a quote from a guy with Instapundit, and then it's got a quote from um, from Evita, and it is, it is uh, it's it's going to be up there a bit. Anyway, uh, it, it's worth hearing. It really, really is. It was written. In, I think that musical was written in 1978. My parents went to it. I asked them what they went to, and they told me it was a rock opera, and it's not that it's a musical. Uh, I don't know what a rock opera would even be. Well, well, Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> that would be a musical. That would just be a musical. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I was hoping I could find it, but you know how it is. You can never find it. I have it. All right. Research. Did Glenn, Glenn post it, Glenn Reynolds, or? Yeah, all right, Glenn Reynolds talked talked about it. Um, yeah, I've got I've got the I found the uh, the quote from from um, Evita. So read the one from from Instapundit from Glenn Reynolds. That's the first one. Okay, <clears throat> an Argentinian 
friend writes, Dear stupid media, far right, are the fascist thieves that ruled Argentina for give and take 75 years and turned the country, which is once the third wealthiest country in the world, into ruin it is today. Far right. It's not the libertarian candidate who won today with the promise of ending the kleptocracy. That doesn't mean we will succeed, but you, the media, have all your values turned upside down. Okay. Um, that was written a couple of days ago. All right. right. Now, now um, there, that's that's absolutely true. And if, if to go into a little history, the communist slash fascist, really more fascist, uh, Israel, uh, yeah. Argentina, Argentina accepted uh, the Nazis after World War II into, in, and gave them sanctuary. And uh, uh, Juan Perón, uh, Evita's husband, was an absolute, that, that, what do they call it, kleptocracy? That's exactly what he was. Yeah. At the top, you did very well, and they took it all. And it bankrupted that nation. Uh, the Peronism did, and, and his Evita never became president, but second wife or third wife of Juan Perón became president. And they were a bunch of, I called them communists. It's hard to tell sometimes between, uh, you know, Stalin was really, a, was really a fascist in a communist country, if that makes sense. And so, uh, and, and people say it doesn't. They're not oxymorons. You can have a fascist running a communist country. Stalin is one of them. You know, it, there's, he was as bad as Mussolini, for sure. Anyway, um, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, I don't know his politics at all, but he got the gist, the understanding, the, the flavor, zeitgeist, whatever you want to call it, of that, that period in the late 40s, early 50s, where Juan Perón was, was running things. And they did. He did drive that country into the ground. Well, there is a, there's a line in that in that uh, in that musical now the irony absolute irony is that the that the narrator of Evita is played is 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 called Che Guevara so we're talking about this yeah. this fascist regime bumping up against the communists so i'm not going to agree with anything one anything that Che Guevara says but Che Guevara was not there and Andrew Lloyd Webber realizes that he's putting the spirit of a communist up against the spirit of a fascist, and both of them don't work. Okay, we understand that. But but this is what it says in the play. What's new, Buenos Aires? Your nation, which a few years ago had the second largest gold reserves in the world, is now bankrupt. Your country, which grew up and grew rich on beef, is now rationing it. La Prensa, one of the few newspapers which dare to oppose Peronism, has now been silent. And so of all the other reasonable voices, I'll tell you what's new, Buenos Aires. That country has been running to the ground, and I have followed that country. I've started, you know, learning Spanish, to speak Spanish. I'm not an expert in it. I'm not claiming to be, but I definitely can understand it fairly well and, when necessary, can speak it. Uh, broken, but spoken. Yeah. The, the, the rhyme intended. Anyway, um, the uh, um, I've followed them. and since. I've been following them, and that would have been the late 70s, early 80s. Inflation there has at times been beyond anything you can imagine. Um, you you would see... You Hyperinflation. Would, uh, yeah, unbelievable. 
So, you know, if you were a lawyer, you would not take a fee. You would take a chick. I, I, I read articles about that, that that's what they were doing. Now, you know, again, back then, articles were no bet more reliable probably than now. It's just we can fact check them now. But um, but they would write them. And I've been in National Review took a big interest in it. That helped. They, National Review was really, really uh, keen on Central and South America. They They were. They were watching it. Now, they didn't have that much to do with Mexico, but that's actually North America. Mostly what they would cover very, very well was Central and South America. And so um, as a young conservative I, at the time, I was not quite libertarian yet. I, I followed that review. So I've, I've been knowing of the problems of Argentina. And then you looked over and you saw what Pinochet was able to do with turning uh, Chile around. Chile. Um, Chile. And that's just a little strip along the coast, keeping Argentina from having really two two coasts like the United States does. It does have it does have ports on both sides, but it's cold if I'm not mistaken on on the one that Argentina has. But anyway, though the ports are not all that great really in any of those countries. They they have to make them make them work. But um, anyway, Chile, look how well it's done, you know. And and, and since since he started throwing communists out of helicopters. Um, I've been saying for years, Glenn, Argentina really is the place that could turn it around and stop this world order thing because they don't expect and do not want Argentina to succeed in free enterprise. They don't want that. They don't want that. They don't want, they don't want Brazil either. Brazil was on its way. If you suddenly made Argentina and Brazil free enterprise, it would bankrupt the United States. Also, because we're communist now. If you put if you put a if you put Trump a believer in free enterprise in there, then nobody could compete with us. But if they start okay, taking the okay, internet, I understand. If, if they take the internet out, you know, you, you're the one brought this up. The FCC has voted to take over the internet, whatever that means. You know. Um, oh, they're just no, James. They're not taking it. Oh, what they're going to do is monitor the truth and make sure the truth gets out. And everything's equity. So, and as soon as you hear the word equity, just put equals communism. Um, that's what they're saying. They want equity of results, not equity of rights. Uh, so, so, which is communism in its essence? Yeah, it's communism in its essence. So, so, but I'm I'm pulling for it. You got to realize now, I am for freedom wherever it wherever it ignites. If it ignites in Russia, I will be a Russian. If it ignites in China, not not that I would get. Again, I'm not. The, Want to get rid of borders? That's not it at all. I believe that we need borders. All I'm saying is that I'm a fan of whatever place it breaks out. Poland right now is fun to watch. Um, you know. Well, you know, you can look at India. I know they're commies. Okay, get it. However, they've been opening up free enterprise slowly, and every time they do, it gets better and better. So they're kind of getting addicted to that. It can happen, but you know, uh, Hong Kong was that way. Singapore was that way that they had they had in, in communist China they had that enclave of free enterprise that was just crazy and all you had to do was cross out of Hong Kong into mainland China and you saw how bad the, the, the stark difference in these building these buildings in China that don't have anybody to go into them and all that stuff it's it's it, communism doesn't work and then, and I doubt that anybody listening to this podcast thinks it does. So, but I will just say this: I don't know. The guy is looks like a madman, but I'm sure that's what they're <laughs> they're showing us. I don't know. 
I wasn't joking the other day when I said I haven't wanted to travel in a long time out of the country. I'm, I haven't seen all of the all there is to see in this country, so I I haven't really had this big urge to go anywhere. I, I would like to go to Northern Italy. I'd like to go to the Piedmont area. He's uh um you know um Florence. I would like to do that. I'm not real anxious to go to 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 Rome, but um that's the only only a, the only place I've been considering going Greece. I would like to go to Greece, but just to say I stood on it, you, there, nothing from the, the the classic Greece really exists much except for what's up on a hill and ruins. And then you look out over that city and, and they, you know, there's a lot of pickpocketing and stuff like that. But it, so my point is, is if I were to go anywhere, I'd want to go to northern, northern Italy just because of the beauty of it and, and the history and, the, and seeing Michelangelo and, and the, those things that he had done, the big the big doors. In the cathedrals, I would like yeah. to see that. All right, but now I want to go and see this guy talk. I want to see it in person. I don't want to see a video of it. I want to see that guy talk. About it. I want to see Georgiana do it too, but Charlotte's jealous and she should be. Right. <laughs> he used he used to be my my the, 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 my, my my dream woman was Linda Ronstadt. Now it's Georgiana, and, uh, and she's getting a, she's getting a divorce too. You know, bad, James, bad. Now you know I would give up Isopoint Kayaki for Georgiana. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute joke. Anyway, now this guy, this guy, I think is going to try. I think he's really going to do it. I think he's going to get rid of those, those, he's going to do everything that he can, which in his power to do, I think he will do it. What I want to, you know that they only have paper ballots there. And they count them in one day. Yep. Less less time than we do it with computers. Yep. So anyway, to me, the biggest news of the week was that. That was the big news. That was huge that that guy did. I saw he was leading the polls, but just what you said, I don't trust polls. And that's not an ethnic joke. I'm talking about P-O-L-L. Well, well, they're used to get you to not vote. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And he won easily. (laughs) It wasn't even close. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you should have seen the meltdowns of the leftists in the streets. Oh yeah, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest news. And 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 let me tell you something. I'm okay with everything if that country goes free. I'm okay with the world situation. I'm I'm, I'm okay. that's how much I believe Argentina could become that light on a hill. Now, will it? Yeah. I'm not predicting that at all. Could it be? It's possible. I have been, if if this were new thoughts for me, if this was something I'm just saying, no, I have said for decades now, Argentina is our biggest competitor. That's it. (laughs) If they get rid of of the the Nazis and they get rid of the fascists, they get rid of the communists, and they become free enterprise, and that's what this guy is. This guy is libertarian in my sense of the word. Leave me alone. I will leave you alone. So let's see how he does. He's just crazy hair and yellow eye. Oh, no, he looks like a, you're right. He looks like a total kook. (laughs) Might be. But see, that video, go ahead. Well, here's my thing. Think about this. Trump had crazy hair for a while, right? Yep. And he was out there. You had uh, Yeltsin, who was, I think that was his name, the guy who was prime minister of Britain for a while, had crazy hair, conservative. Now you've got uh, this libertarian, crazy hair, jumps up and down, goes crazy. Uh, he knows his 
at least he knows the theater enough to get elected in a landslide. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting to see. I hope he can do something. You know, I had that, that British prime minister's name in my head. He said it wrong. Um, now I've got lithonomia. Um, I will. This is what I will say about that guy. Is it was he was his what was his name? Was it was he Johnson too? Or wasn't it Boris something? Boris something like that. Yeah. And I, I think I do think that he was on the right track. Then that COVID thing came along, and you know they were getting all that bad advice: wear masks and do this yeah. and do that. And, and they were giving them the wrong risk of whatever it was. They were giving the wrong thing. It was killing people, and yeah. it nearly killed him. And I have seen yeah. that. I've seen it. I saw it with a law professor at LSU. He had a heart attack, and just, I mean, like within minutes more, he would have been dead. And they saved him, and he was a different guy, completely different guy after that. Now, he was likable before, likable after, but just a completely different personality. And, yeah, um, yeah. yeah he, was, he was not the guy that you could put up there. They always have one guy that's signed to fresh – you know, one L law students is really hard ass. He could not be that guy who's just too likable. Um, very good professor though. I, you know why I said that? I made I made the high grade in his classes, so you like those guys. Anyway, um, the um, the thing the thing that uh, um, about about Boris, I think it was Boris Johnson, wasn't it? Yeah, Boris Johnson. You're correct. He, he was I different said after Nelson. that. That was wrong. Johnson, yes. Before before he had before he almost died. He was a different guy, and he became liberal afterwards. Now I don't know why that happened. It, it sent to me. He should have said, "You, you idiot! You gave me the wrong stuff." Um, but anyway, um, I, 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 with him, that's why I don't really count him in those who could create a revolution in some place. I think that he was elected to do what this Argentine president Millet was was elected to do. What we wanted Johnson to do, I'm hoping we see radical change in Argentina. I'm telling you, it's good for the world. It's good for the world if that country becomes free enterprise. Yes, I agree. And, and, and within, I agree 100. percent So, congratulations to him. Um, I am literally going to between Thanksgiving and Christmas get my um, passport, and I'm planning to go watch him speak in person. Oh wow! That's how much. I hope he's. I'm going to tell you all again. I'm not predicting he's going to get a thing done. I can't. I'm not. I'm not that into Argentine um, politics. Politics. But this guy has. I didn't think he had a chance. I thought. I really thought that the people were when they were getting polled were just being silly, like I would do. Yeah. If someone called me on a poll, it would. I would mess the poll up because I would. I would pick the goofiest person to be. You know the for the president. Um, but um, he's saying the right things and we'll see how he does. So, so let's go. I know that I'm going out of order. Uh, Glenn, the, the J six videos, Johnson released those J six videos. I have, yeah. I have my first thing is going to be in the, in the form of a question. Why when, when they were released, these hundreds of hours of tape, tape were apparently released. I've only seen about five of them. What are, what's going on with the rest of them? They're just boring, or they're boring. They're super, super boring. Nothing's happening. That's why. So the so you know, it's people wandering around. That's my speculation. I don't know that for sure. My speculation is they're boring. So the right is showing just the uh, you know them wandering the halls and fist bumping with the uh, Capitol Police. 
Yeah. And the left showing when it got a little contentious in a couple of areas that we've already seen. All right. So so here is the interesting thing. Yeah, we've seen that where they hit, supposedly the, the Capitol Police get hit on a noggin with a with a flag. That happened to me when I was running a marathon in um, Washington, D.C. Some frat guy was in front of me and his buddies went out there with the frat flag to wave it at him. And, and he, they hit me with it. But I was able to finish the marathon. Anyway, the uh, anyway, this is this is what I what I how I want to describe it. And then because I think you have followed this a little more than I have. But I the first day or two, I watched it pretty closely. Now, I've always said that that J6 video where they show him piling through the door was 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 rigged. There were several things that made me think that that was staged. You could just watch the demeanor of the police. They weren't worried. You could tell it, okay? Yeah. That just you know when someone's panicked, and they weren't panicking, they weren't worried, they weren't thinking they were going to die or anything else. I thought it was staged that that how many of those people well later later people like Gateway, Gateway Pundit and Revolver started showing videos of how many of those people in that J six video that was used in the committee were FBI plants. There was a bunch of them. Yeah, a bunch of them. All right. Well, then, then what, 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 what struck me was that when they were walking down one particular hall, and that's the one where they had a guy in handcuffs, and they let him loose, and they let him keep all of his stuff, and he fist pumps one of the Capitol Police. That right there, was a, he was a plan. That's, that's all that could be. It was nothing else but a plan, okay? And I believe that everybody in that video, in that particular hallway, was a plan. I think you're every single one of them was a plant. So that's the exit that they had when they wanted to, to get rid of the people that weren't going to get arrested. They went down hallway number A or letter A and everybody else was sent down hallway number B. Now, number B, that's when you start seeing the old ladies and you know people who clearly are not insurrectionists are walking. That's the people that got arrested. So so that thing was the, the, the telling thing. In those videos the, uh, that were released recently, is showing you that there were plants, and that and that guy was a plant. There is no question. And then there's another one where he shows his badge. Did you see that one? Well, yeah, but I don't like you know blurry photos. Don't impress me. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, but it sure. So it could be anything, but it did look like he was flashing his badge. And they let him through, you know, like yeah. that. Uh, that's you see to me that was that entry into that hall. That's what I think was going on. It's speculation. Oh, I should say that it's speculation, but I think some pretty good speculation that everybody that was able to show ID show that they were whatever it is that they had to have to identify themselves as a Fed went down a different hallway than the rest of them. Yeah. And so. And why can they not find those people? Exactly. They're anonymous. Yet yeah. people who were texting about it are in jail. Now, he hasn't released them all yet, correct? I don't know. He might have released them all, but, you know, it's a data dump at that point. You've got to do a lot of work, tons of work to get through it. So, you know, the, the people who've been salivating over this are probably working diligently. That's why you haven't heard anything from Revolver or anything yet. Yeah. And I think when they find something good, they put it out there. But it's it's going to be it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of eyes on it. And, you know, people willing to sit there and look at it. And I don't have that kind of time. I, I have to depend on Revolver or somebody to. To find it, but yeah. the main thing was it was released. Johnson said he would do it, and he did it. 
And um, don't forget that Johnson, um, that he um, he he contested the election. I told you that was my my to me that was the the litmus test. If you didn't pass that one, I don't have any use for you. He has definitely contested the election the validity of that election. He has released the J six videos. Um, I know that he's done some you know this budget things. He inherited that. He's got to fix it, but he's he. He did do a patch, but it wasn't as bad of a patch as uh as was going on with McCarthy. Um, yeah. I think we got. I think we got. For now, I'm just going to say, just like I do in Argentina, until they prove that they aren't good, I'm going to trust that they are going to do the right thing. My biggest concern with the guy from Argentina is that he doesn't get legislative help. That he that the deep state goes against. Him. That could be, and it's probably set up pretty good. But maybe the people are just fed up. Yeah, they may not be able. You're right. It might be that you're going to lose your congressional seat if you don't stop it. You know, I don't know. Uh, All I know is that if this you want to scare a politician, say you're not going to reelect. If they get rid of the, if they could get rid of the uh, the machines in Brazil, um, it would go back to Bolasero or whatever his name. Um, the same thing here. If we went to paper ballots and in purple thumbs and IDs. It would be. I think it would be fifty red states. I really believe that. I believe that. I really do. But but as long as they keep bringing, but it up, wouldn't be the uh, uniparty Republicans. Yeah, yeah. They would still. Yeah, you're right. You still have probably trouble getting. Uh, <laughs> no, but you're right. I see what you're saying. No, they would get. Yeah, you're right. They're true Republicans would get elected. I get your point. I get your point. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, we'd have a whole new group of people. You know, kind of like this gal that got. Well, I don't know if she's different. Or not, but you know they were thinking they were going to flip a Senate seat because of a step down of a Republican over in Utah, I believe. And then uh, all of a sudden, uh, she won handily, easily. Was she MAGA? So, uh, yes, endorsed by Trump, just like the Republicans who won in the election here in Louisiana. All right. Well, that's all. That's it. That's so, that's to me is good news there. So there's some more good news. Um, the uh, the other thing is that you see that uh, that we're unable to recruit um, into the military because people don't want to get the vaccine. And yeah, all- so they said, well, OK, come on back. We'll, we'll, we'll not make you do it. <laughs> and I don't think it's as much to get them back as but to let the new ones know that they can go in now without getting the vaccine. Right. So, and, you know, it makes sense. Young men don't who are healthy don't need to get the vaccine. Now, as someone who has a. Uh, relation in the military like you do they they have vaccines for everything on them um, yeah that's what jim said he would he didn't even question what they were putting in him. he just stood up there and they gave it to anthrax him. all sorts of vaccines yeah yeah so, so but anyway that's a, that's a, that's another positive sign is that they're right you know that, that 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 enough people in the united states are saying no to that vaccine that they're not able to recruit into the military that's telling you that then they have to reverse it that's that's Again, that's voting with your freedom. And so you don't go into the military if you're going to make me take that vaccine. Okay, I won't go. I won't I won't buy Bud Light if you're going to put cross-dressers on it. I'm not going to uh, Disney if you keep making Snow White liberal, woke. You know what I'm saying? And and so, and I have that on here that I think guns are more popular than Disney. I'm going to let you t- explain what I'm thinking there in a minute because you had some good stuff, you know, in the green room beforehand. But I just want to say that that's there. And then um, I, I, I I can't I'm not going to go into it in depth. That would be from for Monday, I guess. Um, but 
the communist regime decided to, that they wanted to revoke the bond of the only black defendant in the Georgia RICO cases. They mm-hmm. tried, he, he's the only one who had to spend any time in jail. So they took all the white people were released by that communist regime, but they put the only black guy in jail. And I and the reason I bring this up is there is nothing more abhorrent to liberals, to the communists, than a conservative black person. They can't stand it. They will do anything they can to destroy Justice Thomas. And they'll just do anything they can to destroy this this Floyd character. Um, anyway, they tried to revoke it because he was making a living. Basically. You know, he makes his living uh, with opinion pieces and whatnot on the internet, and they were saying that that was violating his his um, conditions of of a bond. And I read both of them, and I guess we could go into the specifics of it, but it was. I consider a frivolous motion to reduce to 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 um to with you know to cancel his bond and uh yeah. and I I read again he has got one of the best attorneys he he writes very very well or she whoever it is representing Floyd and I read it and I went this is a no brainer even even as rigged as that election is I mean excuse me as bad as it is um everything going against uh. The defendants in that case, but that judge, even that judge said, no, I'm not revoking the bond. In other words, a liberal judge said no. That's some good news. So, yeah. so we had a lot of good news. There's a lot of things to be thankful for this week. Um, you know, and we're going to have thankful. We're going to be thankful for the Beatles tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I wanted to start with that positive things. One time you said, what can we do? Well, we're doing a lot of them now. We're, we're looking for freedom anywhere in the world we can find it. Argentina has stepped up, I hope, in a big way. And don't forget Poland. Why is Poland not in the news? Because Poland's working. They're doing well. Yes. They're conservative. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to hear anything about that. <laughs> you know? And so, and, and Chile, you know, you're not hearing anything about those places. Why? They're pumping out fruit and vegetables and, and you know, they're shipping. That's the dog been... not barking. That's the dog not barking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And uh, that wild guy is is the perfect guy to me. To he 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 uses God's name in vain. I don't like that, but he um, he has zero problem calling woke idiot. You know he is using words that are very Trumpian and um, Trumpesque, Trumponomium. Uh, so that you one time you said that. What's my solution? Well, there's the solution. You vote with your dollar. You vote. If you could vote by paper ballots, purple thumbs, and IDs, this this world would change. They they're going to try to keep voting with these machines, man. Yeah. All right. So so a few more things that you wanted to uh, to talk about. I'm going to go start with the guns because uh, you say they're more popular than ever, and I think Disney's as unpopular as ever. So I entitled this section: uh, <laughs> Guns are more more popular than Disney. <laughs> Can you? I don't have any evidence of that. However, uh, an NBC poll just came out today saying there's a higher gun ownership than they've ever reported. Now, I could have told you that anyway, uh, because new registrations during COVID were off the chart. I'm talking millions and millions um, and have been for a while. And so uh, this why you see the Biden administration trying to clamp down on everything uh, 2A related. And they're having limited success or no success in that arena. Uh, in court cases, uh, there is 
down injunction on the pistol brace rule so they can't enforce it. Now, is it done? No. And I'm sure you understand that, James, better than I did. But basically, there's a nationwide injunction now. Uh, they can't pick you up if you have a pistol brace. Now, that doesn't mean you can, it's all clear, let's go for it. It means they're just holding it off for now. But my little anecdotal evidence, you know, I was in uh, getting my Christmas present at my gun store, and uh, there was, uh, I asked him, have you guys been busy? And uh, while I was waiting for the check, you know, the, you know the, they say there's no background check. While I was waiting for my background check, Anyway, uh, that doesn't exist because I can't get the gun unless I do. Anyway, that's funny. Uh, they, I talked to uh, one of the guys there, and he said, "No, we've been about normal busy. Gosh, it was nothing. You know, we were busy during COVID. Now, this is this particular gun store I go to remain nameless, but they are extremely well stocked." Everybody I talk to say they go there, even though it costs a little more, not much. They go there because they have what they want and they know what it is. You go to academy, sometimes they don't know what it is. Uh, they go, yeah, I guess it's okay. It's a gun, you know. Uh, but if you go to uh, there, they understand what they're selling you and they can really help you. So that's worth a little few, few dollars extra. For me, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, they he said they had no guns several times wow. on the shelves, and I've never seen that place without guns everywhere. You know, that the pawn shop doesn't look as good as equipped as they are. So, uh, it, it, we've had a gun ownership rise in this country because of COVID, like you've never seen before. And again, I think that that just shows you again people voting with the dollar. Voting with their freedom. You, 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 can, you look at polls, you can't trust them. You can't look at elections with machines. You can look at how many people bought guns. But you look at numbers and what people do, you can look at that. You know, and, 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 and I agree with you on the, you talk, I know an anecdotal story you told about recently about um, Academy, and it was ridiculous, but you, I'm not going to at all project that onto all Academy stores. That was just a one time deal. Somebody wanted Yeah, it was one guy, but even if you go to Academy, they, they know, they may not. They may have right. to call a guy in. He kind of knows about guns. And, you know, I know a lot, and they'll mm. tell people stuff that I just think is crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. But, you're, you're, you know guns well enough, you know when someone's BSing you. Well, my point I was going to make is, though, yes, I, I think that if I were, I know, if I were to go buy a gun, I wouldn't do it without having you with me. Because I could be buffaloed. I don't know anything about guns. But I can tell you this, that at least Academy does sell guns. Penises doesn't even sell guns. True. Penises doesn't even sell them anymore. No, they don't. They decided to go woke. And that's why they're not doing very well. <laughs> right. Uh, there's, I won't buy a pair of socks there. Yeah, I don't. I, I haven't been back since they don't have them. I mean, literally. Yeah. Uh, and, and didn't Walmart quit selling them too? No. They quit selling pistols. <laughs> Which is kind of ridiculous, <laughs> considering all the evidence, all the the paint is against rifles right now. Even though very few people use them, and the only reason I think anybody's using them in a mass shooting now is because oh, the rifles scare people more. Yeah, you know, because the media made it scary. 
woke makes people do stupid things. Period. Just period. <laughs> just this. You do stupid things. I'm driving down the road with my mask on. You know, I'm not going to sell pistols, but I'll sell rifles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rifles and shotguns, no problem. <laughs> Those aren't going to hurt anybody. <laughs> I guess you can't walk into church with one. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> that guns are more popular than Disney right now. Disney's not very popular. We'll see how that goes. Oh, they're, they're having a few. Having some problems at Disney World, I think, as far as people showing up. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, I, I, I what I would like is change. You know, in other words, you know, uh, Kid Rock is kind of halfway back, not really, sort of backed off of he don't want to be cancel culture, and I, and I don't really either. But here's the thing: if Bud Light were to go, we made a mistake. We should have put nuts on there, um, and we're gonna not do that again. I think they, I would, I would say, okay, you can drink it again. But they need to say that. They need to get up there and say that was a mistake. We didn't know our audience. And we, but is you're going to continue to say, oh, no, we were right to put that nutless guy, no, tuck, tuckless guy on there? You know, please. Anyway, that's that. Now we're going to run out of time. And, and I saved it. I saved. I'm going to let you talk about You had a, Glenn had a really good take on the ceasefire in Israel that I did not have. And I now have adopted from hearing Glenn talk about it. So, Glenn, would you present? What's going on? It did well. Let's start with this one. Glenn, did Biden is Biden a hero? Did he talk Israel into a ceasefire? Okay, here's my theory on that. There's this deal they say they have for a ceasefire. If Hamas will release fifty hostages or hostages in general, they're going to have a ceasefire. Ceasefire. Uh, Connor and. Uh, Israel supposedly brokered this deal, uh, or I think Saudi Arabia, I don't know. They're, they're giving Biden all this credit for it on every you know, liberal rag you can look at. Um, here's my take on it. I think Israel knows they ain't going to bring the hostages back or they'll do something to the hostages. And so they bring them back. Let's just say they do. And they bring them back, and it finds out all these horror stories that they've done. They say, well, we didn't know that. You lied to us. Or they don't bring all of them back, or some of them die. All sorts of things could happen because those crazy idiots in Hamas. And then, uh, guess what? Israel starts taking them out one by one because they'll show they pull their heads up, thinking every, there's a ceasefire. So that's my thought. Yeah, my, I, I was interpreting what you said a little bit differently. Maybe it's the same. I'm just misunderstanding this time. All right. Well, my understanding of ceasefire, it really this is. It's 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 only going to be negotiated by the day. So you you release hostages, we give you this much of a day of his of of a, a yeah. ceasefire. We'll it's, do a four day ceasefire if you give us these hostages. Right, and then if you then after that, this starts back right back where we were. Well, I don't see how that's bad. That's just saying we're not going to shoot you if you let people go. But it wants all the people. That's are, also also think about it. Uh, that may be their strategy anyway. Yeah. All right, so in other words, we'll bomb them into heck, and then once we've got them buried in their own tunnels and hungry, <laughs> and hungry. Uh, well, who is the, the humanitarian corridor is letting people out? Well, who are the liberal uh, rags saying negotiate for you know Israel, and who's who's negotiate for Hamas? Qatar is doing Hamas. Israel I think is negotiating through uh, Saudi Arabia somehow. Hmm. That sounds like now. 
I don't. I can't trust any of those yeah. people. I can't trust any of those people. <laughs> I don't know if I trust the whole idea of ceasefire. Yeah, it might be just something Biden decided. They said we'll never do a ceasefire. They're doing a ceasefire. You might have just misheard it. I don't know. Yeah, so. right, we'll have to see how that turns out. So now for the last fifteen minutes of this, um, for those of us who use ChatGTP and Microsoft as far, but Microsoft is what called. Uh, they changed the name of theirs. It's called. Co- yeah, it's called a copilot. 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 It was being. Now it's copilot. All right. I will say this: that the greatest strides, the difference between now and three months ago, greatest strides have been made by Microsoft. Theirs is a whole lot better now than it was three months ago. It's 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 a whole lot better. I mean, it's it was not usable in my opinion three months ago. It's a whole lot better now. The 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 you one. Know why? Uh, yes, I'm setting you up for that. But go ahead and tell yeah. the world why. Because Microsoft is a huge investor in the nonprofit OpenAI, but they also basically own ChatGPT altogether. Uh, Elon even said that uh, on X recently. Uh, he said because the head of Jet of OpenAI was Sam Altman. He was ousted about I think Tuesday or you know. Uh, like three days ago, over the weekend, the board said, you're fired as CEO. He said, what? Yeah, you're going too fast. We're scared, uh, was basically it. <clears throat> so now he's out in the wind, most talented man in AI, the hottest thing that's ever happened uh, forever. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm coughing a little bit. Uh, so then you've got him out and win, so guess what? Everybody wants it. So Microsoft comes in and says, you can be the head of our AI department, <laughs> yeah. and then 700, there's about 700 employees there, all 700 signed a letter saying they're walking out if he's out, a CEO. Really? Yeah, and I'm talking the C, the acting CEO signed it too. <laughs> In other words, the one they put in charge said, yeah, me too. Has anybody checked to see if this Altman guy is human? He is. He is human. uh, But he has been the uh, leader of AI research in this country for some time. Who ran him off? Uh, Who ran him off? The board. Why? I can't. That's what's not known. Okay. My speculation is this. The boards get this, is, you know, and, you know, boards are not really hired. They're kind of appointed by its good old boys network. But the board's supposed to make sure CEOs don't go crazy. That's right. That's kind of their function. Uh, they're a tempering force against CEOs who might be overzealous in one way or another in a publicly traded company. But this was a nonprofit, so it's a little different. Um, once they spun off Chat GPT five as a profit center, that made the board very nervous, and they were afraid of how fast he was incorporating AI into almost everything. And uh, that he was saying, "No, we're not going fast enough." They got into an argument. They said, "Fine, you're out of here." Uh, kind of like you know what they did with Steve Jobs. This happened to Steve Jobs, by the way. Oh yeah, I remember that. I do. Um, they, 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 they came back right on their knees. Apple. They came back on their knees to get him back. Well, now they did. However, Apple had the best five, six years 
they had ever had up to that point once he was gone, by the way, profitability-wise. Yeah, but you know – That's so – Okay, go ahead. You know more about this, but I I have a theory on that. Well, they Maybe. wrote out what Jobs had done. Right. That's what communism uh, does. Communism looks real pretty at first. You're you're riding you're riding the benefits of a free enterprise system, and then you run whatever it is into the ground that you took over, and I think that's what happened. They yeah they were riding that on there. Said we're gonna we'll we'll just cash in on these things. We'll we'll instead of using the money for innovations and whatnot, they were making the numbers big. But he was into into innovation. That's my theory that they they just ran in the ground. Well, yeah yeah now that but. You know, so I'm looking at as a board member. I don't really understand that. I just know the numbers. Right. You know, I'll say, oh yeah, and Apple's great, bigger than ever. In fact, if you take Microsoft and Apple, their market cap right now is bigger than most CPIs of countries, right? Except the United States, right? Right. So you know, people look at that and say, oh, well, we can make a lot of money if we get rid of this guy who wants to spend all the money on figuring things out. Um, what they didn't count on is all the very talented people who know everything about AI saying, hell no, I won't work for anybody else. They were serious, by the way. Um, they wanted him back. All right. So Microsoft makes him an offer. He accepts it. Guess what happened yesterday? Uh, they put him back as CEO. <laughs> so he's no longer with uh, Microsoft? Well, maybe there's a little backstory there that Microsoft basically owns ChatGPT. Uh, you know, it, it may, they make it look like they don't. Uh, by the way, they structured it. They were just donating to the uh, nonprofit one. But basically, Elon Musk even tweeted this out saying, yeah, Microsoft basically owns ChatGPT 5 anyway. So it's no big idea, big deal. He did offer open a position and anybody at OpenAI positions at his AI roar, uh, you know, AI which is X's version of it, which I'm deeply anticipating. So yeah, I've got to sign up for that. But they fired the board, basically. <laughs> I, I, you know, I've said this on this podcast, and I just want to say it again in case somebody had heard it before. Um, there are certain things that have happened in the profession, the law profession that's happened in my lifetime. We went to, uh, while I was in law school, Westlaw was coming into bit B, meaning that you could get it on the internet. You could get you could get, well, at the time, it wasn't even internet. You could get discs. So it was electronic and you could research electronically. And then, uh, and then it went online and you got, and then now we have free libraries, law libraries available up to us that we didn't have when I first started. So I couldn't compete with a big firm as easily. I'd have to drive to Baton Rouge to go to the law school to be able to get the same library that, say, uh, Hudson Potts or one of those bigger firms would have. They, it's now free to me. So they can't, they have nothing over me when it comes to legal research. We have the same tools available um, that they do. Then the next thing that I would say is that um, Sidekick comes along. I, they were using word processors. That didn't change things that, that much. It changed things because now you, when I was, when I was clerking in law school, they, the law firm I was working in was still using typewriters. So I, that was kind of new during that time, too. There were word processors, but that firm was still using typewriters. The, and yes, it's changed things, but nothing like um, having electronic storage of files and having everything accessible to you wherever you are. So wherever I go with my, I have my law office with me now. That was a big thing. 
Okay. Yeah. But even bigger than that, believe it or not, with Sidekick, which is now nothing but Windows, having that ability to look at two or three things at one time. Okay. Uh, Sidekick went out of business, but that they were the trailblazer on those Windows type of a, of a, even before, I think even before Apple did. Uh, so, so, but, but the, this AI is just as big as that, that my drafting of things is so much quicker. I have to write it. I can't, it cannot do it. Glenn Reynolds laughs about these students who think they could write six and 10 page let, uh, articles using AI. It can't do it. I'm, not yet. Now, I'm not saying it can't in the future. It takes, what do you call that? Prompt engineering? Yeah, prompt engineering. And, and you got to ask it the right questions, basically. God made it where me and AI, we get along. I know how to prompt it. I'm very, it just, it's natural to me to know how to prompt AI. I do not ever want to go back to practicing law without AI. That's how quickly it happened. How long ago was it? Six months ago I started using it? Yeah. I wouldn't want to go back at all. It does not write for me. It, 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 it well, it helps. Listen, I can tell, Glenn, I can tell AI. Look, I don't want I want this letter firm, but I don't want it to be sarcastic and I do not want it to be threatening. Just firm. And it can do it. Take the same letter I wrote and say, you know, I don't like this tone. I'm a little bit harsh here. Could you help me reword? Now I wrote it, but then it takes it and it puts in different words and you go, there it is. That's it. That's what I want to say. I mean, it's it's amazing. And so, you know, when will it take over my job? I don't know. But right now it's making my job where I'm focusing on what do I need to have in this paper, and it helps me write it. I have to tell it what to write, but it no, it helps me write it. I wouldn't want to go back. So if all of a sudden ChatGTP said you have to pay 100 a month, then I'd, <laughs> I'd fork out the $100. I would. That well, would I've got the version that has that you pay monthly about 20 bucks, and it, it'll search the Internet. Okay. Uh, I, I, when you're here next time, we're going to get Doc in here. We're going to sign up for that. Oh, that's the okay. thing. The thing. The thing. The thing that Microsoft it didn't do it well at first, and it would tell you, "Hey, I'm practicing." It would. It would apologize to me. Um, yeah. But um, it's gotten much, much better, and I can I can take something from ChatGTP that says that. Well, I stopped getting information from 2020 or 2017. It gives you a date that I don't have any new information. What it's doing is telling me if you want new information, you got to pay for. It. Yeah. But it's it's accessing it, Glenn. It just won't admit it, okay? Oh, yeah. It, it, uh, you've got to – there's a way to ask it so it will go on the Internet. Right. And then it comes back with the information. Then all you got to do is go to Microsoft, uh, it's, it, the, it's AI, and say, hey, where's this source? And it'll give it to you. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's like you say, prompt engineering. So I'm sitting here balancing three AIs as to which one does the best on which thing. And if I'm going to do a pleading, uh, the last place I want to go is ChatGTP. The last place I want to go would be Microsoft. I'm going to go to Google. That thing writes good pleadings, or not writes things. It helps me write good good pleadings. But if I'm going to write a position paper saying that a, that a doctor messed up, well, it starts best to use ChatGTP to get started. You work with that, kind of get it to say what you want it to say, then turn it over to Microsoft that gives you all the uh, It's amazing. It's saving me what would be a six hour day is like a week. That's how much I can get done. But I have to do the thinking, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's Rourke may blow that out of the water. You're talking, what's that? What's that? Is that X? Yeah. I will say. Here's why I say that 
Think about Twitter. It has access to all that, all the everything people have looked up and posted. I just don't, you know, they're going to be as good as ChatGTP as far as their software, but they're going to be just because of what the, the database they have to learn from. It's going to be crazy in my opinion. Well, it's still. And that may be why Altman is so, we got to get going. Now, here's the thing why I think this is good. I want an American company to be the best at AI. That's what I want. Well, I, mean, I don't want a Chinese government. Right, right. I get better you. than us. The, uh, you, you, your, your, your fears over TikTok have definitely showed up in this ham ass thing. Um, th- this is, this is TikTok trip. And it took me a while to I understand agree. it. It took me a while to get it. I, it took me a while. I had it, what happened was because you kept saying that. Anytime I saw an article on TikTok influencing him ass uh, support, I I um I, I would read it and I and I got it. So what's going on here is that they have made it go hot. And it's yeah. it is all propaganda that is pro Hamas and anti Israel. And these people are getting it. We'll see and 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 David Borsman sent me one of the best memes. Have you noticed that there's not any Hamas protests in um, in um, trade school? They got to get something done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, so I get that. I really do. I, um, I, um, I, I, I believe you're right. I still don't want to. I still don't think we should outlaw. Just letting you know. I don't think we should outlaw. And I, even though it's, a, it's. I think we should. Even though it's negatively effective, but I will say this: I doubt that I would use if I had the option of using a less dependable AI that was United States over a communist-run one. I would probably go with you know who I trust the most is 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 as far as data arresting me, all those things. The one I trust the most would be Musk. That's why as soon as I can get it, I want to get it because I trust them. I do. I, I have to trust somebody. But um, well, I think. You trust him because of what he's done. Yeah. Because of what he said. Right. Exactly. And so you, you can see it on X. I mean, the day he took over and started and fired, <laughs> he fired, fired three, 4,000 people, right, out of yeah. Twitter. Mm-hmm. He emptied that building. Ran it with 2,000 people, and it was so much better, I couldn't even stand it. Yeah, he emptied that building. He emptied it. He emptied the building unless you were an engineer and knew the code. Yeah, no, but I mean, it was still. Yeah, I guarantee the people that were left there going like, "Where is everybody?" Um, yeah. But anyway, no, I, I agree. But I want to say this again. I go back to this chat GTP. It does. If you're gonna, if you're going to write a informal email, say what you want to say and pass it through it. See what it says. See what it does with. It. You know what I'm saying? I've done it several times, James. And it works. Yeah, I mean, there was one that I remember, and I was. You know, there's a whole bunch of things I had in this email, and I wasn't, it wasn't clear at all. I knew what I wanted to say, so I threw it in the chat GPT, and it cleaned it up, but it was so formal and stiff. I couldn't even stand it. I said, this isn't me. Could you make this a little more relaxed? Yep. And then it was like, it, it relaxed it too much. <laughs> yep. I said, dude, what's up? You know? Yeah, I had that happen to me. Uh, yeah, but I've gotten better so, at prompt engineering now, and, and it's starting to learn me a little, I think. But no, I want to yeah. tell you, I want to tell you something. Um, all three of them are—they have, they're, 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 they're all good. They have different things they do well. Magic. 
but they are good. They're not magic. No. They can't think for you. I don't think they're even close to thinking for you. I don't think that X is going to be able to write a position paper. I don't think they can do it. I could be wrong. Can they help me write one? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to be competing with people doing the same freaking thing, that they're passing it through AI to say, hey, is this saying exactly what I want to say? And those of us who learn to use it, as you call prompt engineers, that's lawyers with the, with the, with training in law who can prompt are going to have an advantage. Is it a year? Is it five years? I don't know. But I feel like it would be foolish for me not to be Prompt used. engineering will help them today. Yes. That's, my opinion. Yes. And, and, and I, I really believe that they're going to have trouble competing with me if they don't use it. Right. Correct. And they're going to be behind you as well. Yes. Yeah. So, so. I, I, I'm not hiding it from other lawyers. If you're not using it, you need to, you know, you're, 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 it, again, you, if you, if you think you can do like a freshman student at tech and say, I want to get it to write this paper, you're a fool. It's not going to work either. You've got to do the thinking. Nothing's changed about that. And I, and I, and it gives you garbage. It'll, especially, I don't even use it for legal research. I don't need none of them. They're not, they, they, they suck at it. They literally, Glenn, they suck at it. They're not even close to getting that right. Now, I can say to it, could you help me create a search for Westlaw? Oh, okay. And, and then I go to Westlaw <laughs> and it'll pull it right up. You see what I'm saying? You got to know what yeah, it, what yeah, it can you got, do. You, got, you can't just trust it to go out. It's not going to do it right. Exactly. Now, you when, tell it to go to a certain place, it'll do it right. Right. And so what I'm trying to tell you is, Someday it may pass me up and say I can prompt engineer better than you. I don't see it yet. It's not even close, man. It's not. It's not even close. And if you know what you're, if you're illegal, and I, I have to say I'm an expert, or I'll, I would I'd be a fool to say I'm a lawyer. I'm not an expert. I'm an expert at the law, and I, I have to be there. I can't even get my. I, in fact, I tried that. Victoria, you see how smart she is. I want you to see if you could do this, and it, she can't. It won't work. She doesn't know the law. Right. Right. So, so my point is, is that it's a wonderful tool and you introduced me to it. And, and I, of course, you know, there's, there's, there's different people, Dwayne, one of them, Brandon, big Jim, who's deceased now, but you have played a big part in how I run my law firm. In fact, how I hire employees, things like that. Uh, if it, I, I, I don't hide the fact anybody does this podcast, you're a genius. Um, um, <laughs> well, we have we have different areas. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to tell you how the changeling can give us back Paul McCartney. I can't do That's that. That's right. But I want to tell you no something. No one can tell you that except me. Let, but Glenn, let me tell you something. There's a place for that, and there's a place for that that thinking because it's a philosophy. What it is, um, and and it's I mine, I believe that if you know how to negotiate with the changelings in a in a uh, fantasy world. You probably are capable of negotiating hostage with Hannah. And I mean that. I, I don't think that that's a wasted time at all. It's just I can't get into it. You know, I can't personally enter into that because it's so freaking right brain. I'm left brain. And <laughs> I can't go there. That's There's no changelings, Glenn. I know there's no changelings. But if there were, don't you understand how you would have to, to negotiate with them? Well, I, knew, I know this. Be like, careful, James. This is what I know. It's going to take a few babies. A few babies. <laughs> so anyway, uh, how is this going to be a waiting list 
with X, or is it just saying, hey, you'll get it when it starts? Okay. If you are a, a check mark where you've paid to be a check mark premium user, you'll get it before. And if you sign up to do the testing, you'll get it before that just a little bit. If you're a subscriber of anybody on X, you'll get it a little before that. So guess who's all three? Oh. Um, I subscribe to Elon Musk in principle because he's trying to keep my free speech alive. So I subscribed to him. Then I uh, became a premium member, and then I signed up to be one of the beta testers. Well, how much does that cost you on the month? I did it yearly. I think it's about $20 a month. No, it's seven bucks a month, something like that. Oh, well, okay. um, sign up. To be a blue check mark. Right. That means they verified your identity and that you're the real person. Now, that used to be by followers. When you had enough followers, they would verify with a blue check mark. But that became, that was just their political cronies they were helping. Yeah, and AI, AI could things. get around that. AI could easily get around that. Yeah, but anyway, now they you verify it. You have to send them a, uh, your license, take a picture, then they verify you. Um, can I pause you for just a second? Sure. And so, if you if you become a premium member, which I did, I was because of free speech. I'm doing this as well, y'all. Um, and I'm 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 subscribed to Elon. You can subscribe to people you want to follow, and you get content a little faster. You can you have more of the content available. Uh, but I'm doing that for free speech as well because he's demonstrated to me he really believes in real free speech. And that they are working hard as they can. In fact, his whole lawsuit against um, that's what I want to talk about. Media Matters. Media Matters is based. Do you know what Media Matters did? And he's proved. And I think he's got the evidence of this. Well, that's why I kind of stopped. I didn't know if you had time to for us to start a second podcast because that's going to really blossom into a whole bunch of stuff. And we're at the one nineteen mark, one twenty one mark. And I didn't know if you had time because Media Matters needs to be discussed. Yeah, I think we need to, that's its own podcast, in my opinion. Yeah, so I didn't know if you had time to do it or not. I have time, but I, I know you've got, you're, you're visiting your mother, and that's more, far more important than let's talk about media matters. But anyway, yeah, I agree. No, I want to talk about that media matters. Yeah, but anyway, so that's why I've done it. Plus, I think Rourke's going to be way of, it's going to become the AI. You know, if you think about Microsoft and about Apple and about all this stuff, um, you know, Microsoft was not the first operating, you know, DOS was not the first operating system. Uh, Microsoft bought DOS. I remember that. And also, there was a better one at the time that was way ahead, yet Microsoft dominated uh, because they were kind of second or third. So I'm kind of seeing Rourke as the dominant AI platform, maybe I see it taking, you won't have apps anymore. You'll have Rourke. And you say, hey, Rourke, uh, go transfer money into this account and take it out of that account. Tell me when you're done and show me your work. And it'll go do it. You don't need an app for it. I, won't, I don't use right? those things anyway. But yeah, I get you. I get you. Here's the thing. I, I like the competition. I hope that it continues that you have the four branches. 
and and meaning that that we have one which chat GPT, which I call open. I don't know why I call it open, but I do. Open AI. Yeah. Then then I then I use uh, Bard, which is Google's, and Google's is by far the best one for uh, pleading, help you groom your pleadings. Then I like Microsoft because it, it is helping me with medical research. Okay. <laughs> I have no doubt that I would trust X, that that company, the most. I trust them the most because I think that he values privacy and he values um, excellence, period. So I do believe it'll become dominant, but I like that competition and hope the others don't go out. And I'm telling you. I agree. I agree. I would pay, uh, I would, I would pay $20 or more for all of them, each of them. So it'd be 80 or $100, maybe $200. I would pay for that because it is like an innovation that if, if you don't use it, you're going to get behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So anyway. Maybe help me with my stocks. Anyway. <laughs> well, I imagine. I imagine it, if, if you know how to prompt one of these things, then I wouldn't know how to prompt that. because I don't know stocks that well, but I know the law. That's why I think I'm so good at prompting is I know what I yeah, wanted well, to say. You're also I, really good at asking questions because of your business. Right, right, right. You're better than I would say 99% of anybody at just asking the right question and getting to the truth. And so that skill set has made you prompt engineer. Yeah, I think so. And, and another thing too, be being a wordsmith or wordmeister, meister, whatever you want to call me. I, you know, when I'm hearing someone speak, I when they're not clear, I hear it. And yeah. so, so when I when I write something and it's not clear, I see it. But sometimes it was such a pain in the rear to have to rewrite it. You just say, well, you know, it's close enough. You don't have to do that anymore. But, um, you know, you know, I was talking yesterday with, uh, with, with Dr. Green and there's a, there's a, 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 a word. It's French origin ennui that Schopenhauer used for chronic boredom. Is there an ennui? Ennui. 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 Uh, E-N-N-U-I. I've heard it pronounced ennui. Ennui. Okay, I've heard it on your way, on way. I, most of it I've read. I would say NUI first, then I realized it was on your way. But anyway, long and short of it is, is I noticed those things, and I noticed that that word means it's different than boredom. It's it's a long term boredom. It's a, it's a boredom that's become chronic, one that maybe could lead to destructive, even to suicidal behavior if you become mm-hmm. chronically bored. That's the problem yeah, with yeah. a lot of with the problem with prisons. Uh, but um, I. Um, my point is, is that I have that love of words and to think about words and what do they mean and and you know even noticing that Hamas is almost Hamas and that's a better name for them. It's just who I. We need to pronounce it that way every time. Hamas sounds dangerous. Hamas doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and they're and they're Muslim. It just this is funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, um. I want to. Well, I am going to hold off on the media matters. I think that we need to have a podcast that leads off with that. That needs to be discussed. What what that media matters did was just needs to be discussed because it was disgusting. What they did. It was disgusting and just I, gosh. I hope. How so. did they think they were going to get away with it? Soros is back in that thing. You know, yeah. you knew that. Well, look, we got to run. We are at the hour and a half mark and I know you've got lots of things to do and we will get off when we get off we'll we'll talk about when we can come back on. Um the, my main my main thing is what are you doing in Kansas City without PJs? James, it's been a little tough. Um 
I did bring some with me, but it's out. So mm. I'm going to be, you know, you're going to, if you hear any news about a crazy man in a coffee shop, you might know it's me because I'm not getting my PJs from Houghton, which is delicious. Uh, you know, they have really good coffee here at the coffee shop here in uh, Kansas City, but wow, it's not PJs. Well, you know, like, all I can tell you is, seriously, if you've not woken up to the aroma of Carnival Blend, You've really not experienced. You haven't lived, James. You just haven't lived yet. Uh, but I'm being absolutely serious. That's the most <laughs> wonderful smell. I went, where's that aroma? I said, Charlotte, Charlotte had, for, you know, I had been up and gone back to sleep to take a nap. And when I woke up, she had made her coffee. And I went, oh, my goodness, that stuff smells so good. I said, what is that carnival blend? I don't know what that what's in it, but it smells good. It's great. It's great. Just wonderful. And I can tell you right now, the changelings would. They would give us Paul McCartney back for that. But I, my problem is, is I don't Yeah, think, we wouldn't need babies. We just need some carnival boy and they would figure it out then. But yeah. the problem is nobody will give up their carnival boy. So it looks like you. Nope. Can. No, I won't. Heck with that. <laughs> Paul can stay gone. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. Thank you for coming on the day before Thanksgiving. And we will talk to our listeners later. Thank you. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We are going to try to put on a uh, some. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and explain it to him. Yeah, it was there was a there was some problems in the morning. That morning we did the Beatles podcast that that Charlotte's voice didn't come in right, but there was some of it that's salvageable. And Glenn, on his own, thinks that you might want to hear to uh, Beatle. Hugh, what do you call Maniacs. it? Maniacs. <laughs> Beatlemania. We'll call it Thanksgiving Beatlemania. Glenn, Glenn described it as well as yeah, I knew you liked the Beatles, but I didn't know you knew the lyrics of every song. <laughs> yeah. And, Just and, without prompting. Yeah. And the order, yeah. There's a lot of singing in that part. Yeah. And the order of the albums, that was the other thing you were laughing at, is we knew where they were in the album. And you knew that, no, they really said in England, not in America. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. I went, I'm a Beatles fan. I, I like eggs. You know, that's what I was like. Huge Beatles fan. <laughs> So anyway, he thinks that might be what we put on that. James is thankful for Thanksgiving. I mean, for the Beatles. Thank you guys for listening. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Get some good turkey. Don't give up that tradition. I'm hearing people are stopping to buy turkey. Get a turkey to eat it. Don't get rid of that tradition. Bye, guys.